the Great British Manufacturing Podcast, brought to you by MTD, MFD and Jefferson. Hello and welcome to the Great British Manufacturing Podcast. On this week's show, we will review latest positive news from the British manufacturing sector, including the likes of Ren Kitchen, Airbus and the Tempest programme, plus much, much more. We also welcome a special guest, Katie Davis, Managing Director of Camden Boss, a world leading manufacturer of electromechanical components and enclosures. My name is Joe Reynolds and joining me today is not Stuart Whitehead, but MTD MFG manufacturing advocate, Will Watson. Will, Stu's taking a well-earned break. You're in the hot seat. Welcome. Thank you, Joe. It's, uh, yeah, it's good to be here for a week. Right, let's jump straight into the positive news from the uh, from the sector. Rivian in talks of building a new factory here in the UK, and it's, it's quite some factory, isn't it? If it comes off, it'd be a game changer. Absolutely, Joe. Rivian is reportedly in talks with the government about building a new electric vehicle manufacturing plant. It will be the first outside the US for the company at a 616-acre gravity campus in Somerset. According to reports, any investment by the California-based manufacturer, which counts Amazon and Ford amongst its shareholders, is likely to exceed £1 billion. But Rivian is not the only company mulling a factory in the UK. In May, Tesla boss Elon Musk flew into Britain on a private jet, fueling rumours he is still considering opening a facility in the country. Speculation over the UK Tesla factory started in 2020, after the US tycoon reportedly flew into the UK to visit a number of sites, including the same one in Somerset that Rivian is reported to be eyeing up, amid a potential plans to build a 90-acre electric car plant. Yeah, it'd be bonkers, wouldn't it? It'd be nice to have them both, wouldn't it? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll squeeze them in somewhere. Yeah. What's wrong the automotive theme? We've talked about Envision before and their plant uh, up in Sunderland, but plans have gone in this week, haven't they? Yep. So, uh, so Nissan and their battery partner Envision AESC have submitted plans for a new £450 million gigafactory in Sunderland, as you say. Last month, they unveiled plans to create thousands of new jobs in the region through the production of a new model electric vehicle and the creation of a new battery plant. Subject to planning permission, the new factory will create 750 jobs and safeguard further 300 jobs from its existing Sunderland plant. Construction is due to begin in 2022 with production to commence in 2024. Yeah, just again, fantastic news for that region. Definitely. And Ren Kitchens, they're set to create uh, a lot of jobs as well. There's obviously a lot of kitchens being bought. I've actually just bought a Ren Kitchen, so maybe one of them jobs is because of me, maybe. <laughs> nice one. Uh, yes, uh, I mean, I see their vans and uh, lorries all, all over the place at the moment, so, uh, so they're definitely uh, going places. Uh, but Ren Kitchens, the, the leading independent kitchen manufacturer, is opening Europe's largest quartz worktop processing centre uh, this month, which will create up to 300 new jobs in North Lincolnshire. The new 150,000 square foot site has already begun fabricating stone quartz worktops and will be operating at full capacity by December. In addition to this facility, Ren is currently building a new £120 million kitchen manufacturing and assembly facility at its headquarters in Barton-upon-Humber, which is expected to create 900 jobs when it opens next summer. It does make me wonder where all these kitchen, kitchens go, but you know, well done when kitchen continue to invest here in the UK. But we'll take a break there. Well, if we may, uh, I'd like to introduce this week's special guest, Katie Davis, the managing director of Camden Boss. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's a delight to be here. More than welcome. So w- when we start these, we'd like to find, a, find out a little bit about you and your current role and responsibilities, really, if that's possible. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, yeah, my name is Katie Davis. Uh, as you rightly said, I'm the managing director of Camden Boss. Um, 
I've been in the role since the 29th of March last year. So stepped into stepped into the breach a week after Boris announced lockdown, which was quite exciting. Uh, quite an interesting time to take over as, as MD. But actually, on reflection, it's actually been quite helpful. It cut out the, the normal fluff of starting a new role. Definitely a good way to see um, kind of see the strengths and weaknesses of the business. You know, when it's put under challenge and get to know everybody very quickly. So so it's been a roller coaster of an 18 months. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, by background, I'm an accountant. Uh, so I spent many years working in the owner-managed business section of, of the Deloitte office in Cambridge, um, dealing with all sorts of businesses, but but again, all kind of privately owned, quite a lot in manufacturing and quite a lot in food production. So, you know, obviously not, not, not unrelated. Um, and then spent a big chunk of time, so the last seven years at Marshall, the Marshall Group in Cambridge, so it's a big group of companies, again, dealing with kind of aerospace and defence, so another sort of manufacturing and MRO type business, where just had an absolute ball, it was a great company to work for, had a great time, so learned an awful lot. And in my kind of last couple of years there, I had the opportunity to move out of finance and into operations, just fell in love with it. Um, so got stuck into kind of transformation projects, continuous improvement and lean, um, and that's probably where I completely fell in love with manufacturing. And yeah, this role came up as an opportunity. Thought it absolutely ticked the boxes, uh, and I couldn't be more delighted to be here. Yeah, no, it's uh, you've a very illustrious career. Well done. Um, and can you give us a brief overview about the company now, please? Of course, I can. Yeah, so we're Camden Boss, and we are the UK's leading manufacturer of uh, electromechanical components, connectors, and plastic enclosures. So that's largely aimed at the electronics market rather than the electrical market. But again, that's not to say that that won't change in, in our future strategy. Um, so we currently employ about 110 people and we're based in Northern Hall in Suffolk. So we've just moved site. So on the 1st of June, we consolidated our two sites. So previously we had half the staff based at Thetford, um, about 12 miles away up the road, and then the other half of the staff in Mildon Hall, uh, and we literally just moved next door. <laughs> We've moved into a new building that's, that's about four times our, our previous footprint, so we're definitely putting, out, putting our stake in the ground for, for where our intentions are. Um, so, yeah, in terms of kind of what capabilities we have, obviously uh, giving you a quick tour around the building without actually being here we've got a large kind of distribution warehouse so a lot of our customers our, our biggest customers are, are distributors um so we have a, a kind of a, a pretty a pretty well wrapped out warehouse facility here um to, to hold that intelligent stock holding uh, we have a pretty large machine shop so we have 11 cnc machines uh we also have some vac uh vac casting machinery uh 3d printing and other other things uh so the CNCs are largely kind of involved with uh, customizations of boxes. So part of our business in dealing with electronic uh, enclosures, uh, it's all plastic manufacturer, plastic and die cast predominantly. Um, a lot of those are injection molded. Uh, again, we moved our, our tooling back from China a couple of years ago. And, and in terms of kind of the, the current climate and, and, and what we're seeing in terms of customer demand, definitely the right thing to do. So it's validated that strategy. So our CNC machines will, will customize those, put custom holes in. Uh, and another part of our business uh, deals with uh, flat sheet plastic, uh, more custom enclosures for people. So we do anything from kind of EV charging units through to 
um, just simple two U shell boxes to, to to hold kind of sensor tech or any kind of precious technology. So again, our enclosures uh, can be IP rated. They can be very heavily IP rated. We're pretty smart in terms of material selection to make sure that the box, you know, the, the, the clever tech that, that our customers have spent all their time and effort designing is is kept safe, clean, secure, and and ultimately looks nice because it is the wrapper that goes to market and is on show representing that brand's uh, goods. And moving around our factory, we've then got an assembly area where we've got the guys and girls kind of putting things together. So again, for that flat sheet, uh, flat sheet electric enclosure, they're they're bending plastic, they're gluing, they're they're kind of sealing and bonding. And then we have a digital print facility. So we've got three pretty decent sized uh, digital printers that can add anything from you know just straightforward CE marking, um, you know, and compliance type print onto onto customers products all the way through to very ritzy amazing artwork so we've done some great uh, guitar stomp boxes uh, for a company up in liverpool called sound lab uh, they look amazing <laughs> and it's really good to see that that different throughput and, and i guess for me and, and and for the staff here it's it's about seeing what you know it may look like a very straightforward plastic box but actually when it leaves us it's off to do something pretty incredible and to to, to kind of help our customers deliver their tech uh, out into the market Hi there, Katie, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, can you tell us any um, recent investment and maybe uh, tell the audience about the new facility in Mildon Hall, please? Yeah, no worries. So that has, yeah, that has been our recent big investment. So we are part of a privately owned group, and the group have purchased the building for us to to inhabit here in Mildon Hall. So yeah, that's been a pretty big mission to get us moved and to get the new building specced up and it, it hasn't been occupied for a little while so we've had a brilliant opportunity to start with a pretty blank canvas uh so yeah we've invested quite heavily into this new building um and it's really a, you know like i mentioned at the start of this you know it's, it's us putting our stake in the ground really you know we have some pretty lofty ambitions and and we've got some amazing people in our team and we've got some great capabilities and we've got some really exciting customers who, who you know who are on a similar kind of growth trajectory so this building really unlocks for us the ability to to make future investments. So looking at our capabilities that, that we already have, how can we enhance those, how can we improve those, how can we do, you know, do what we do but better um, to, to deliver a good outcome to our customers, but also what other capabilities are there that we don't have that we'd like to, to you know, to bring in-house. So, you know, again, it's, a, it's another the kind of stake in the ground. It's also allowed us the ability to look at our kind of office space as well and our kind of, non-production spaces for, for our workforce so we've tried to go quite heavy on the kind of well-being angle of our workplace to make sure it really is a place, place where people like to come to work um, and feel happy comfortable and, and ultimately productive working here so it's been a brilliant opportunity for us to, to kind of bring two teams together and really yeah really make some strides. Okay thanks for that Katie it's, uh, it's great to hear about your, your, new, your new place. Um, to Camden Boss how important is it to manufacture in the UK? Oh, really important. So again, dealing with the plastics industry, like a lot of other people, like as we're now founding, finding, sorry, from the, the current kind of global trading climate, you know, we, we a few years ago moved our kind of moulding, a lot of our moulding out to China. Uh, the company probably two, two, maybe three years ago took the, took the decision to start repatriating that tooling, particularly for the enclosures. Um so a, a lot, well, most of our enclosures are now moulded in the UK. And, and, and again, the current climate has really validated that. We've got, obviously, like everybody else in every other industry in manufacturing, we've got material challenges. Our customers have got supply challenges. And we're trying everything that we can to, to obviously help with that. I think it's really refocused the, the UK kind of 
priority list, I guess, to having that surety of supply. You know, we've got customers that like the fact that if they have a question or they want to come and look at a design or change up a design or do something, they can they can physically visit us. Obviously, you know, COVID has, has interrupted that, but I think it's it's kind of refocused that that kind of criterion on, on supply chain checklists to have it have a local manufacturer. So for us, it feels like something we were already very invested in. Again, like the commitment to this in, this building in Milton has, has shown that it's very important for us to have a strong footprint here. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a very proud employer in the local market. You know, it's, it, we've got some great people here and it's, it's amazing to see what we can do. Um, so I think it's absolutely critical. I think it's really important to us as Camden Boss. I think it should be really important to, to, to manufacturing as a whole. And I know that there's a lot of chat going around uh, on, on kind of social media about actually has the government got enough focus on the importance of manufacturing in the UK nowadays? Are we seeing that in the policies that we've got? It needs to be at the forefront of the levelling up agenda. And I think I, I completely back that. You know, it's I think manufacturing has been slightly forgotten in the UK. You know, personally, I've seen that you know even with kind of people's re- reactions to the fact that my workforce were coming in during the pandemic and you, you realize just how quickly a lot of you know even my kind of former peers and colleagues have forgotten that we, we still manufacture stuff in the uk you know and i look at the clusters of amazing small businesses that we've got around the Milton Hall set for patch and we're doing some amazing things and i think people have just forgotten about that so i think it's really our time as uk manufacturing to, to kind of fly the flag and really show off what, we, what we're capable of doing Sounds good. Um, I've, I've seen that one of the products that you do make is a Raspberry Pi uh, enclosure, which as a tinkerer, I'm pretty excited about. But could you tell us uh, about the typical markets and industries you supply to? Yeah, sure. So as a, as a tinkerer, we'll have to sort you out with, with some boxes. I think, you know, even my brother, actually, he's a great tinkerer. And uh, I think my, I had a, like a sneaky sales angle last time. I was like, we should just, you know, for the garage enthusiasts, that is the sales angle, like legitimize your project. Because as soon as you put it in an enclosure, it looks like a pucker thing. <laughs> and then it won't get thrown away by the kids or wife. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, a lot of our enclosures do have kind of, um, well, I think most of our enclosures actually have standard fitting to Raspberry Pi, or at least we try to put that in going forward because it's just such an amazing space that is just so full of full of amazing opportunities. So, yeah, we can sort that one. Um, <laughs> in terms of markets, yeah, so we, we definitely aimed at the um, electronics market um, rather than electrical. So, you know, that, that's where our focus has been. And I think at the moment what we're really seeing is a real surge in uh, industrial internet things related customers. So, a real focus on like sensor technology, be it monitoring air quality levels, be it monitoring, um, you know, human proximity. Uh, we've even had uh, customers looking, uh, inquiring into some of our products for kind of care homes to use sensor tech to kind of bolster where we're struggling at the moment in terms of the UK employment market with with caring resources. So if they can have a sensor in an enclosure on a wall, it can monitor if there's been a lack of movement from the occupant in normal moving hours. It's, it's amazing to see what what our customers are coming up with in terms of their kind of future space. Um, obviously, you know, there's there's always amazing demand for terminal blocks and connectors. You know, and again, the more that we're that we're seeing production generally in the UK ramp up, the more we're seeing for that. And again, that goes into all sorts of applications. And I think you know, with our flat sheet customers, we've we were we've always been um, market agnostic I guess you know or sector agnostic and I think the pandemic really showed the value of that because you know actually if you do you know the, the kind of chief customers that, that were really going to fly last year got really hit hit quite hard by the pandemic so they're coming to fruition now but actually in the meantime anything medical anything uh to do with kind of working from home and again more sensor tech has really taken off so it's yeah it's a fascinating time to see what's moving and shaping. Mm. 
Yeah, so it's, it's, that's fascinating, Katie. So it's pretty broad, it's fair to say. Uh, in terms of future projects, future ambitions for Camden Boss, uh, what are they? I'm guessing the EV, the electrical charger markets, that, that must be exciting for you. But is, is there anything else? Oh, yeah, of course. I keep, you know, I keep saying to my team when, when I mean, we get the horse this question, I'm like, well, domination, obviously. Why would it not be? <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, world domination. But what that actually looks like, yeah, I mean, you know, we've got, got some great customers in the EV market that we're supporting. And it's it's great being on that journey with them because we've we've been through, you know, we've, I forgot to mention my design team. They'll kill me. Um, so we've got a really strong design team that have been through that prototyping pain with a lot of this, these customers. And it's great for us to, to kind of feel part of that customer's journey as they're now kind of hitting their stride. So again, the EV market is just flying at the minute. Um, yeah, Internet of Things generally, and particularly in the industrial setting, is just is just really motoring. So for us, you know, we like to we've had some really good uh, and really successful product launches in the last twelve months. So one of one of which has been the Hexbox, which is just awesome. It just looks great. It's really hit a sweet spot in the market. You know. It is a hexagonal shape, which is just quite novel. But actually, the applications that that has kind of opened up, you know, just looking at the walls here in terms of a different shape that you can tessellate, it's been really, really interesting. So we like, you know, our, our kind of ethos with our new product um, development is is around kind of really finding what the USPs are for our customers and getting that really rich voice of the customer involved in that product selection to make sure that we're that we're really he- helping people with their solutions. Again, often with our customers, you know, they don't want they're doing the interesting bit on the inside of the box. You know, they're, they're developing incredible tech all the time. We're here to take the problem of how to wrap that and keep it safe off their hands because they don't really want to be an expert in injection molded plastic as well as, you know, amazing sensors. So, yeah, we've got some really exciting products in our pipeline uh, in terms of product launches. Um, again, across kind of all, all of our product ranges, really, to just look at what those, what those really you know, sweet spots are in terms of, of what our customers need from us. So again, you even down to, to having a focus on making sure that they're kind of Raspberry Pi compatible as standard, or at least as a Raspberry Pi option, just to make sure that we've got those standard fixings in there, you know, and, and looking at kind of common PCB sizes and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, we've got a really exciting pipeline. I can't go into more detail or I'll get shot again by the design team. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no. carry Sorry. on. No, carry on. No, no, stop me or I'll keep talking forever. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, looking, you know, we're constantly revisiting, now we've moved, we're constantly revisiting the layout of the, of the factory here. So, you know, what is the best use of our space? What is the best intelligence stock holding for our customers, especially looking at the kind of distribution market and where that's moving? Uh, but also in terms of those capabilities, yeah, what are, we, what are we currently missing that actually our customers really benefit from uh, and that, that we can really do well and that will complement our current offering? So, yeah, it's a really, really exciting time to be it sounds a great company, you know. Sounds really, really exciting. We'll we'll have to come down and, and see it, you know, face to face, really. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Katie. It's uh, it's been an education. Learned a lot about you, a lot about the company, and yeah, hopefully catch up soon. Perfect. Well, you're always welcome to come visit. Yeah, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. So, Will, great interview. Great to catch up with Katie. It is, yeah, and it's uh, it's great to hear about their new investments and the and the new facility as well. Yeah, fantastic. So for people listening to this podcast and they uh, and you want to come on it, please feel free to reach out to us, podcast at mtdmfg.com. We're also really easy to find on social media. Uh, and also, finally, please do download the MTD MFG app for exclusive content. It doesn't take much finding. It's on all the usual platforms, whether you're iPhone or Android. And yeah, back on with the positive manufacturing news.
Um, the Tempest programme have secured an additional £250 million worth of funding, massive for the UK aerospace and defence sector. Yep, a huge amount. So the Ministry of Defence has awarded contract worth approximately £250 million to progress the design and development of Tempest, the UK's future combat air system. The contract signed by BAE Systems officially marks the start of the programme's concept and assessment phase. Recent research conducted by PwC indicates the Tempest programme will make an estimated £26.2 billion contribution to the UK economy and will support an average of 21,000 jobs a year. Yeah, it's, it's great news. Obviously, the headline figures are great there in terms of, the, you know, the 250 million, the funding, the ongoing investment in that program. But obviously, it secures jobs. And obviously, it's uh, the Tempas program. It's important that it's made in this country. But if we move on to the next one, uh, Fortera, they've announced plans, you know, for, to upgrade their, their brick factory. Yep, building products manufacturer Fortera is to invest £27 million upgrading its brick factory in Wilncote, Staffordshire. The investment will see a modernisation of the facility, which has been in operation for 30 years, bringing it up to current standards of efficiency and sustainability. With an expected product output boost of 20%, the redevelopment project will include a new kiln, dryers and handling equipment installed and will allow the factory to create a wider array of high-quality brick products, including increasing production of the famous Staffordshire Blue Brick. Forterra is also currently working on a £95 million project to transform its Desford site in Leicestershire into the largest and most energy efficient brick factory in Europe, doubling its capacity to 180 million bricks annually. Just astonishing, isn't it? It's a lot of bricks. Then again, we need to build a lot of houses, so it's great news. Uh, so Airbus, obviously challenging times for the aerospace sector, but they've opened a new £35 million space and defence headquarters here in the UK. Uh, what can you tell us about this, Will? Yep, Airbus's new £35 million UK space and defence headquarters in Stevenage has been officially opened by the Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The new headquarters, Orbit House, uh, will be home to 500 space engineers and experts and underlines Airbus' continued investment in British space capability. Airbus is the UK's largest space company with turnover in excess of £1 billion and makes up over 70% of the UK space industry. Airbus's UK-based engineers have played a critical role in a range of the most significant space programs of recent years. The firm has designed and built Solar Orbiter, which is currently on a mission to the Sun, as well as the European Space Agency's ExoMars rover, which is due to launch in 2022. Each year, which I, I didn't know this and it's astonishing, uh, Airbus spends in excess of £4 billion of UK suppliers supporting a supply chain comprising of more than 2,000 companies, ranging from large primes like Rolls-Royce and GKN to hundreds of SMEs. That's astonishing. I, I knew it was a significant amount, but that is absolutely astonishing. Yeah, no, we yeah, we need it. And hopefully there's more off the back of uh, the Space and Defence programme. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what I love about this podcast. We've talked about kitchens, talked about bricks, talked about aerospace, um, space and defence. We're now going to talk about chocolate, one of my favourites. Hotel Chocolate, they've uh, launched a major recruitment drive. They have, and I think you might be in part uh, due to this uh, this major recruitment drive, uh, Joe. I've heard you like a chocolate bar or two. Uh, British chocolatier Hotel Chocolat uh, is creating 140 manufacturing jobs to support major expansion of its production facility in Huntington. The firm plans to more than quadruple the size of the Cambridgeshire site by 2026 to meet soaring demand. Yeah, my household must be at least one of those jobs is because of my household. So uh, I take great pride in that. Will, there you go. but uh, just a final one. We always like to um, we always like to uh, 
finish up with some data if we can. Uh, very positive news from the uh, latest PMI figures again. It seems to be month-on-month growth at the moment. Yep, British factory output grew at among the fastest rates in history last month. The UK manufacturing PMI reading for July was 60.4, the 14th consecutive month of growth. However, there's still challenges for the industry, partly because of this continuing growth. The cost of materials has been soaring as demand increases to match the necessary output. Problems in supply chains around the world has also put pressure on the price of many items. Yeah, it's absolutely. There's challenges, but the trend is uphill. So long may it continue. Well, it's been great to have you on the podcast. Appreciate you uh, stepping in for Stuart. Katie Katie Davis, the Managing Director of uh, Camden Boss. It's been fantastic to have you on as well. So many thanks. Uh, But as always, the biggest thank you goes to you guys at home for, uh, for listening. And we'll see you next week. Great British Manufacturing Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and a review. You can find us on Twitter using at MTDMFG and at Jefferson underscore MFG.